Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. We want to welcome you to our boardroom chat number 150. Praise God. That's happening, isn't it? That's a good one. 150 weeks. Glory to God. We had it, and we hadn't rerun one yet. Praise <laughs> but, you know, it's okay to do reruns. You know, right. a lot of people like their reruns because they, they miss some. You know, well, I hear from stuff. people that they actually rerun it without us rerunning it because they'll like binge on it, watch it all week long, oh, every day. That. Praise the Lord. And it's, it's really building people up. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Now, last week we got to dealing with some wonderful things, and I told you we would deal with the fruits of the Spirit. And I told you last week, and I want to say it again, what does God do? Mm. What is God's job? It's Romans 4, 17. He called it those things which be not as though they were. So watch, what is your job? Ephesians 5, verse 1, be ye therefore imitators of God as dear children. That means you call those things which be not as though that's they were. Now, that's, that's what good. God's job. That's what God does. But yeah. what, is, what is God? Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, do what does God do him? and who he is, who is he? Right. and what is he? And let's go to Galatians chapter 5. We're going to do a little study on that today. And uh, verse 22, see, God is the fruits of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that, you'll know what I'm talking about. See, what God is is the fruits of the Spirit. And the Bible says, against such, there is no law. Why isn't there a law against God? Because when you understand the fruits of the Spirit, you'll understand God completely mm. in, every which way, uh, in every which way he is. And it's just the most amazing. So I want to read that first in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Mm -hmm. So in other words, if you are born again and you know Jesus, Lord, the fruits of the, of the Spirit ought to be you too. Yeah. What God does it is call those things, uh, be not as though they were. What God is are the fruits of the Spirit. So we should be love, joy, peace, long-suffering, faith, good, goodness, temperance. Yeah. Gentleness. We should be all those things. And yet, I hate to say it, we're not. Right. I see a lot of Christian people, and they're near close to the nine fruits of the Spirit. Right. I preached a sermon in 2002 entitled, Staying Close to the Fruit Tree. Oh, I like that. And if, if you remember. stay close to the fruit tree, you become what God is. You produce His, yeah, his character. You know, yeah, and, and, and you hear people say that the apple don't fall, uh, the apple don't fall far from the tree for someone. Yeah. Well, it seems like it that falls just, pretty far to Christian people. Mm. They need to stay close to that tree. Right. You and if what you I'm do, saying? what you produce is going to be what He produced. Well, you have always said, Jody, I have, we have, me and Kathy have one daughter and one granddaughter, and Kathy says that... Jody is a is Jesse in a skirt. <laughs> well, because she, the, that apple didn't she's fall. She's so much from like me. you. Yeah, and it's just such a blessing of the she's Lord. I mean, not good, that she, she's got your good qualities. Yeah, she got my good qualities. <laughs> Kathy got the bad ones, but other than that, Kathy no. got she's got my bad ones. You <laughs> yeah, mean? Yeah. Oh Lord, yeah. No, I, I think you need to demostrate I a little a, fruit. I right need now. a little love, joy, peace, long suffering. <laughs> I'm walking away from the fruit tree here. Stay, so I want stay close. I want now. Let, let me explain. I, I, and I, I got me a, a title. Of this what what the fruit of the spirit is. Listen to this. The gospel or the fruits of the spirit is like a stained glass cathedral window. Mm. You must go inside to see its detail. Oh, that's so good. You see, you, see, if you go outside, if you look at a stained glass outside, the light's hitting it. It's not that pretty. Yeah. You know, it's stained glass, but, but when you walk in and the light's coming through that stained glass, yeah. you go, wow. You're right. You right. see the color and the beauty of majesty so of what it is. It's all about the light. Yes, God's sir. light yes. shining on our lives should produce his character. Well, he said that the Lord said that he was the light of the world, so we should have light too. Yes. And right. turn on your heart light. See what I'm saying? So I want to deal with that today. So that's what we should be in every area. That's why I don't know why Christians want to criticize people, judge people, because that's not fruits of the Spirit. Right. You know, you know, that's being uh, driven by power 
instead of being superior to it. That's a strong statement, but it's so true. Why do politicians mess up? Why do preachers mess up? Why do anybody mess up? Because they're normally driven by that power when they should be superior to it. So let's deal with the fruits of the Spirit today. And let me just say that if we don't finish this enough, to, we'll do it. We'll, we'll continue it next I week. I know we're not going to finish it because you got a lot of stuff to say. Oh, okay, you got, got a lot of stuff. stuff. Well, what, but before the point I start, about it, there's you nine say something. fruits of the Spirit. How many? There's nine. Nine. Nine fruits of the Spirit. How many okay. gifts of the Spirit? There's nine. God likes the word nine, doesn't he? <laughs> or likes the number nine. Okay, yeah. you say something, then I'm going to start. I don't want to take well, your time. Well, last year uh, in May, I did a whole teaching on my Bible study. So about you got a lot of material too, huh? And I want to, the Lord's going to lead me to touch on just a few things. A but few? I, a few things. <laughs> but the best, most important thing is that there, there's these two verses that you read, just read, they contain nine characteristics of the fruit of the Spirit. The first three concern our attitude toward God, which is love, joy, and peace. And the second are, uh, give three deals with social relationships, which is long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness, or meekness is another word for that. And the third group, no, goodness, yeah. The third group describes principles that guide a Christian's conduct, and that is faith, meekness, and temperance. So there's Praise three, the and they have three different functions, but all of so them. So number one is what? First three is what? They concern our attitude toward God. Okay, and number two? Uh, they concerns our social relationships that's with other people. And number three? The third group describes principles that guide our conduct. Conduct, our Christian's conduct. Okay, let me ask you something. Are you all those three? Kathy, are you all those three? I strive. To, I, I see glimpses here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting better. And that's my goal, though. I see this is... This I, I is, wanted to ask that because I say, I, I, I too, I, we strive through that. We, 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 we grow to the fullness of the stature of Christ. Right. I mean, a child doesn't grow up overnight, so it takes time. So don't get under uh, discouragement or any, uh, uh, you know, none of that. In other words, you have to grow to those things. So I want to talk about that. Let me Before say that. Before you go there, I want to okay. say one I'm more sorry. thing. Go ahead. Because it's so important because you talked about character and everything, but because we talked about the, the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit, they're nine. Both of them have nine. But the difference uh, is that the uh, gifts, we need both of them. And I had given the example in my Bible study about the difference between the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit is that they compare it to a Christmas tree and a fruit tree because it just takes a moment to put a gift under a Christmas tree, but right. it takes time for the fruit tree to grow. Well, and so well, I think that's yeah. a great example about learning. You know, we, we have the gifts of the Spirit, and a lot of people see people that flow in the gifts, but maybe their character isn't just right, right. because they need time for the character to grow. But we need it all. Well, you see, what God does is call those things that be not as though they were. What God is is the fruits of the Spirit, which the Bible says, against such there is no law. And the gifts of the Spirit is what God gives. Yes. So he's a giver. He is. See, and you got to understand, and if he's a giver, then you must and be a giver. And they're both important. So in every area. So go ahead and finish some of that yours. Was and good. I, and I, that yeah, was And good. I'll do that. And then I'll start some of the, cause We may do two of them. And I think you need to know these things because it, this is, uh, yeah, thank you, Lord. The Holy Ghost just spoke. This is more than just a boardroom chat. Yeah. This is the teaching. Yeah. Because you see, this is what we need to be. This is what the world needs to see in us. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, everybody that I know, if you're an American, wants a strong president. They don't like weak presidents. Mm -hmm. Why? Because people, people that weak presidents, they, uh, they don't make right decisions or they move by emotion right. instead of what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you got to find, you gotta, Abraham Lincoln uh, probably would not have been elected today because he was just too meek and mild, but he was a strong president. Ronald Reagan, strong, see? And, uh, and, and different things. But then uh, we have presidents that were weak because they worried more about what their party might say or what a certain sector would say instead of looking at the whole country as a whole and speak what needs to be spoken. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and so, let me tell you something. Correction is vitally important in people's lives 
and in government and ours. You know, love in its purest form is discipline. So I want to deal, let me say that statement again. I said a while ago that the fruits of the Spirit is like a stained glass cathedral window. You must go inside to see its, its, its detail. See, fruit is only found where there is life. Mm. You see? That's so true. You see, because it's producing. See? Yeah. That tree produces, like, because that's what it was designed to do. Right. It wasn't just designed to put green leaves or bark or whatever it is. It was designed to feed you. Mm. It was designed to give you life. To produce. So fruit is found where there is life. Write that down. Mm -hmm. That will help you and understand that. So let's deal with the first one, love. Mm -hmm. Now there's all kinds of love in the Bible, but I, God is talking about the agape kind of love. That's, a, a, that's a, what I call a Greek term. And I will give you my definition. Love is the primary demand of Christian faith. That's what love is. Mm -hmm. God is love. Not might be, will be, he is. Love is the primary demand of Christian faith. On the night of Jesus' betrayal, he gave a new commandment to love one another. Now you think about this. On the night of his betrayal, where everybody walks away from him, he gives a new commandment to love one another. Now that's not the fruit of the Spirit. I don't know what is. I love that. He could have criticized and said, my God, I fed you, I clothed you, I blessed you, I helped you. My God, I got you out of storms. I got you out of kind of all trouble. And you're going to walk away from me? Don't that sound churchy? Mm -hmm. That happens all the time in the church. But on that terrible night when they all betrayed him, he said, I give you a new commandment. Right. That you love one another. And the other, the original commandment, well, like Jesus, in fact, in the New Testament, it talks about it. And they ask Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? He says, you love your, the, the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mm -hmm. soul, mind. And he said, and the second is likened to it, uh, that you love your neighbor as yourself. Now he's quoting Leviticus. And this was a great thing to love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people don't love themselves, so that's not always no. the best goal. And so here at the Last Supper, the, they had already heard him talk about and comment on the Old Testament uh, example of loving your neighbor as yourself, which is a great thing to do, right. be kind to someone else. That fulfills like the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But Jesus took it up a notch when he says, uh, love me as I have loved you. And yeah. how did Jesus love us? He gave his life for us. No greater love, it says in that same chapter, well, than, the whole than if laid, a man laid down his life for his friends. That, that's an example, and that's what Jesus did. So he wants us to be selfless. Right. And, and, and uh, not instead of selfish and love the way he yeah. loved. Well, John 3, 16, for God so loved. He just didn't love. He so loved the world. So notice that on the night of Jesus' betrayal, yeah. he gives a new commandment that you love one another. St. Paul said that without love, faith to remove mountains profits little. That's right. So I don't care how much faith you got. Faith worketh by what? Love. love. See, the way to work faith is through love. And, God, and Paul said, St. Paul said, I don't care how much you you can move mountains by faith. And that's a good, don't misunderstand me. But without love, it, it profits little. Yeah. Because love demands something from you. Yeah. Like you said, it demands you to be selfless. Good. It demands you to be a giver. And mm -hmm. in, in this as a spiritually, physically, financially, it doesn't ask. It demands of you. Right. You see what I'm saying? And when it demands of you, and it's a good demand. And then from that demand, it turns into a command. See? to love the Lord with all your heart. And you, when you understand that. Now me, I, a lot of people don't uh, seem to understand this. They say he's religious. I am not religious at all. Neither was Jesus. I'm right. born again. Right. See, and Jesus was the first begotten of the dead. See, a lot of people don't understand that, but that's a fact. And he did that so that we could have a chance 
to walk in love for eternity. Right. Now, and you know, love is that very first fruit that's lifted because it is the most important. Right. Because it all starts with a God is love, the Bible tells us. Right. But you really can't understand love until you really get to know God. That's right. He reveals himself to us in such an overflowing way with love. In fact, the most well-known verse of scripture that people that aren't even religious or heard about God would remember this scripture for God so loved the world that yeah. he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's John 3, 16, of course. That's right. But this is the kind of love that God portrayed to the world and that's, that is him. That is God oh, is love. And that's yeah. why it's important to recognize when you're talking about the fruits of the spirit, mm -hmm. love is always listed first because it if without be. love, in fact, some people have even taught that first is love is the fruit, the fruit of the spirit and the rest of it describes what love is and does. So yes. That's a good way to think yeah. of it as well. well I, I have three things on that when I, when I wrote this down that fruit is only found where there is life. And number one, love is the primary demand of Christian faith. On the night of his betrayal, Jesus gave new commandment to love one another. Then I told you a while ago, St. Paul said that without love, faith to remove mountains profits little. But notice what St. John said. St. John said, he that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. See, so if you don't love, you don't know God. You may know about God. See, a lot of people know about God. But do you know God? Mm. A lot of people say, I know Jesse the Plant. No, you don't. You know about me. The way you know me is if you fellowship with me, you go to dinner with me, things of that nature, you become, we become friends, a fellowship. See, I went from religion, from, from relationship to religion to fellowship. I found there were so many degrees of getting close to God. And I went from praying to conversation. And I still pray, don't misunderstand me, but I like conversation. Why? Because God has a lot to talk about. <laughs> And I have a lot to talk about. Yeah. And we get together and we talk about the different things that are happening around us, see? Because you see, I look at God like that stained glass window. Whoo, because the light's coming out and I see all his color. Wow. His, mag his, his magnitude, his magnificence. You know, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Go ahead, Kathy. My eyes glance down at some of these testimonies of mm -hmm. God because we had so many great ones and I saw the word love in there, so I just read it just while you were chatting. Yes. I was listening to you. But I, I know, still that's right. Was, Go ahead, read. That's I can fine. do two things like, a, like you do at one time. Right. But Zinni says, my mother tried to abort me. And Jesus saved me from being killed in her womb. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Yeah. See, God loved him before he yeah. was even born. Or Zinni, I don't know if Zinni's a girl or boy, but God loved you before you were even born. And, and this was such a precious testimony Oh, that's a wonderful share. testimony. Uh -huh. You know, uh, we went and ate lunch the other day. And we were coming past, we have a church on, we live by the Mississippi River here in New Orleans. And uh, we call it the River Road. And to make a long story short, we passed this wonderful church called St. Barmero Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. And there was a sign out there with a baby on it that said, I am not a choice. I'm a human being. It says I'm a child. I'm a so child, both, yeah. I am not a choice. I'm oh, a God. child. And so and people need to realize that. Seat. Yeah. And you know, I, hey, hey, lady, before you get mad at me, I have no right to tell you what to do with your body. I understand that. But you know, it's not woman's health. You're dealing with life. You understand? You're dealing with like, we have somebody has to stand up for someone that can't speak for itself. My God, we will protect a dog if some bigger animal is trying to hurt it. See what I'm saying? I've seen that happen when you try to push that dog away or some, push that thing away from that dog. You know what I mean? Why? Well, how much more should we protect life? Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not trying to be, this, let me just tell you what I think. I don't think it's political at all. It's zero. I think when you understand, when you make, choose life, it's not a political situation. It's a love situation. It's a love decision. Right. You see? Okay, but, but I didn't want the baby. Well, it may be true. Maybe, maybe that happened. I, I, I don't know about that. All I know is give that child a chance. 
Give that child a chance to live. You had a chance. I, I said this before and I'll say it again. I had a lady come up to me and she was kind of mad at me. And I don't know why. I, didn't, I never met her before. She said, I guess you pro-life. I said, uh, yes, ma'am. She said, well, I'm pro-choice. And I said, well, I'm glad your mama wouldn't. And she looked at me and my eyes got real big. I said, because we wouldn't be having this conversation. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm not, I wasn't trying to put her down. No, I'm trying to say, listen, man, what the world needs love, is love. Well, mm-hmm. You know, love is a phenomenal thing because God is love. Paul said, I don't care if you move mountains with faith. You don't have love, it doesn't work. St. John said, he that love, love, loves knoweth God, loveth God, because God is, is, not God might be. Now, you said the first three is number one what? The love, number one is love. No, no, the oh, first three. The, f- the description about it? Yeah. Uh, let me go to that real okay. quick. I was at in the beginning of my notes. I got all of them here. Yeah. Uh, Come on, girl. You wrote this thing. You should have I this did, in your mind. But it's not in a paper. <laughs> oh, here. The first three concern our attitude toward God: love, joy, and peace. Okay. So we're dealing with attitude here. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the one time Gloria Copeland <laughs> got a letter from a prisoner, and he, and he was talking about it. he got to love the Lord. He said, but his his, his cellmate had a tood. Yeah, he was, <laughs> as she said it, he was sporting a tood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we, we all encounter people that have a, an attitude or have the wrong tood about lot things. Right. But there, you can have a good tood. Turn it around. It's your Turn choice. it around. <laughs> Turn on your heart light. That's right. The reason why I preach so much, and people say, Man, but just, don't you ever get tired? Well, I never forget one of my uh, security would bring me to to the plane where we're about ready to fly, fly and he asked this. He said, he said, do you ever get tired of preaching? I said, never. Mm-hmm. I love preaching. He, I said, but I get, ti- I get tired physically. You. I get tired traveling. So what do you do? I sleep. Rest. By sleeping, I'm loving my body mm-hmm. so that it can restore its energy. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Back to what? Or when you eat something, it, it brings energy and it, so you can get your rest back. Right. See, that's walking in the love of God. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that again. Fruit is found where there is life. Is there life in your Christianity? Or is there religion in it? You know, if you think about the Sadducees and the Pharisees, they were very religious. They really studied the law. You got to give that to them. Right. They were into the law, but they didn't walk much in love. You know, and, and you know, it, it's amazing to me. If you could take that law with love, that's what Jesus yeah. did. He fulfilled it. He didn't throw it away. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And when you understand that, that's, that's walking so in love. Now, we could, do, we could do 19 hours on the word love. Forever but, uh, but, you know, but this is this attitude. This is what people need to see. Yeah. You know, I've had, I had a guy tell me this not long ago. You got too much mercy. You didn't ever speak evil. Of, why should I? Right. The Bible said, you know, mercy endures forever. Well, I'm made in his image, so mine should endure forever. Mm-hmm. My, my, you know, I mean, I'd rather sow mercy. Because maybe one day I might make a mistake. I'm, not believing for that, but I'd hope someone would give me mercy. Mm-hmm. You see, do you understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about, the fruits of the Spirit. That's what God is. And against such, there is no Amen. law. I love that statement. That's so good. I mean, there's none against God. How can you blame God for anything? Well, he let that happen. No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me say this. This is going to shock a few people. Everybody think God's in control here. He is not in control gave authority on to mankind, the planet Earth. Right. It's all in man's hand. If you want to know, if you want to know what's happening where God's in control, you go to heaven right now. There's no rape, no murder, no malice, no hatred, there's no stealing. There's none of these terrible sins. There's no crime, nothing, because God's in control. Here, rape, murder, stealing, everything. Why? Because man's in control. God gave man dominion. Right. But that lease is about ready to run out. 
and then God's coming back. People say, I don't believe that. It don't make no difference whether you believe it or not. It's still going to happen, you see? And I want to tell you something. And when we go to heaven, this new heaven and new earth, is he going to be in total control? And what a blessing. Well, he'll be a dictator. <laughs> see, that's craziness. But if you want to think of it like that, he would be a, a loving dictator, never to hurt. He would dictate the wonderful things of who he is, and you would reach out to it. When in the, I think it was in the 70s, we heard there was a song that we all knew, right. What the World Needs what Now. What the World Needs Now. Love. As a, Dion, uh, what's her name? Something, Dionne Dion Warwick. Dionne Warwick, yeah. That's the only thing that there's just too little of is one of the, one yeah. of the verses. And God is love. So really what the world needs is God. And we need to be manifesting God's love so that they'll be attracted to it. And that's really yeah. what's going to change everything. You know, most, most songs that people love are love songs. They are. They're like, what a man loves a woman. <laughs> oh, man. People just love that kind of stuff. We were created by yes. love. Right. To walk, by which is God, to walk in love. And that is the only thing that, that really fulfills us. And, and people are searching for it all over the world. They're looking for it in different ways, in the wrong ways, and they've been pulled off track by the devil and or just yeah. maybe their own life experiences yeah. made them give up, think love was not available to them. But God loves you with an everlasting oh, yeah. love, the Word tells us. Have you ever heard people say, that person was so sweet, you just ate a bite of their fruit That's at good. life, and that was love in it. That's now, good. from love should come the next one, joy. Mm. Joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's right. I know something about joy. Well, you know, the Bible said, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. But just, people say, but just it happy all the time. Well, <laughs> I'm on medication. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is my strength. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. I, I just flow in that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I have, I have a wonderful series. How many? Eight? eight? Merry heart doeth good like, like a, a medicine. medicine. So you're so on medication. I'm on medication, see? <laughs> That's what I mean. The merry heart doeth good like a medicine. You know, it's such a blessing. I want to deal with joy. Yeah. Now, the Bible says, we'll go to the second one. Now, your first, go back to your first, the very beginning of your notes. Okay. And the first three is what? Love, is, joy, and peace. I know, I know what the, I'm talking about is the oh, attitude. Oh, statement concerning our attitude towards Stay God. with me, Kathy. Stay with me. You I am. Say, okay. I'm with you. Okay, okay, what's the three? Love, joy, and peace. No. The, what, the, oh, the first three, <laughs> there are three different characteristic uh, groupings that I put in here. First three concern our attitude toward God. The second three deals with social relationships. Okay, no, I just want the first. We're dealing with the first yeah, three the right Yeah, the first now. three concern attitude okay, toward God. Okay, that's why I'm, I, keep, I keep telling her. I want to stay with that attitude because we hadn't finished with the attitude yet. We went from love, now we're going to joy. So joy is an attitude. It totally is an attitude. See what I'm saying? Well, watch it. I like what the Lord gave me. In the, in the Bible, it says, rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, what is that? That is a standing order of the gospel. Rejoice in the Lord always. Always. And again, I say, he has to say it twice. Because mm -hmm. it's hard to accept it. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. No matter what's happening. Well, see, that's the standing order of the gospel. Without this mark of joy, you don't have the spirit in its fullness. Hmm. I, I never forget, I was preaching when I first started out many years ago. I love this little sweet black lady. She just got the shouting and dancing. And I mean, I was watching her and she was in the joy of the Lord. And she stopped and looked at me and she said, Brother Jesse, I was sorry. I was overcharged. <laughs> I was overcharged. She was, oh, her light of joy lit right. up the church. Uh -huh. It blessed me. I, I said, let's all watch her. Forget about me preaching. Because, see, she was manifesting the strength of God. That's good. And she didn't have a lot of money, didn't have a lot of things. Oh, but she had a lot of the gift of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. See, love, 
joy. Let me say it again. Rejoice always, and again I say rejoice, is a standing order of the gospel. Without this mark of joy, you don't have the Spirit in its fullness. See, there's a lot of people who do not have the Spirit in their I see some sad, sick, disgusted, disturbed, despondent Christians because they're not walking in love and they certainly don't have any joy. Right. Joy is the fruit of the Spirit. Happiness is an emotional feeling. See, now when you have both, you become dangerous. <laughs> dangerous it. to the devil. Let me tell you what happens in the revival. People get the joy of the Lord and happiness. And they just can't contain themselves. Right, right. They start shouting and praising and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I said, Brother Jesse, have you ever been, uh, uh, do you ever need revival? I said, no, I just stay vibed. See, revival, I just stay vibed yeah. instead of being revived. I just like it. I just, keep, you know, it's kind of like Kathy's gumbo. It's hard to just have one small cup. You got to get another cup. Can I get seconds, you know, a double potion, like we say. Right. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord, see, the joy of the Lord. That doesn't mean trouble don't come. Whew, it does come, boy. I mean, life throw you a bunch of curveballs, don't it? But the joy of the Lord. Right. Now, it's birth out of that love. Kathy said it's an attitude when God gave her that, that message. When God gave me this message, he said, just stay close to the fruit tree. Mm -hmm. People say, why are you happy all the time? Always eating on the fruit. Right. I find people that are full stay happy. When you get hungry, you get irritated. <laughs> the other day, I, was, I told Kathy, she said, let's go eat lunch. And it was a little early, so I thought, well, you want to go over? We were supposed to go somewhere and do something. She said, no, I'm hungry now, and I, I, which meant feed me. So I, I so went straight to the, uh, to the restaurant, had, had lunch, and then we went and get, normally we do what we do. You see what I'm saying? But when you understand that, the joy of the Lord is so vitally important. And, you know, a lot of people leave churches because there is no joy. Mm. You see, there, there's none. It, it's whips and chains and you know, chain, 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 <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. Chain of fools. Have you ever seen people <laughs> going in a church happy and they came out looking sad? <laughs> Might be, probably should have stayed home, you know what I'm saying? Because you know what? The joy of the Lord was not preached. Hmm. The love of the Lord was not preached. Right. You see what I'm saying? I don't like what's happening in the world today, but I know I'm living in the last days. I have the joy of the Lord. You see what I'm saying? I, I make up my mind. People criticize me and they say, write ugly things about me, and that, which are not true. They never have, they, they don't have the uh, respect to call or find out. They just, especially media people, you know, because they're just looking for um, uh, like, uh, yeah, stories or ratings. ratings and things. I mean, I start to spit on myself here. Yeah, I'm you get a little get shot of water here. Right? You might need a little <laughs> baptism there, Mama. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, I was thinking about John chapter 15. Jesus talked about, talked to his disciples in that upper room on the Last Supper. Uh, I mean, and so they, were, they had the, time where they were together right before he went to the cross and he taught them about abiding in him and if you abide in him he says you're going to produce much fruit Ooh, and Lord. that fruit is one of those fruits we're talking about now is the joy and so in John chapter 15 verse 11 Jesus said these things I have spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you that your and that your joy might be full. So he want, he spoke some hard things to let them know what was about to happen but he was preparing them because they needed strength to endure Amen. what they were about to encounter. The strength of God is the joy of the Lord. <laughs> Do you know, physically, I've never met the Apostle John, but I sure can eat from his fruit. And that's 2,000 years ago. I never physically or personally met the Apostle Paul, but I can eat from his fruit. And that's over 2,000 years ago. Or the Apostle Jude. Or the Apostle Peter. 
You see what I'm saying? Because they're in this book. And you now, know I have met the Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah. and I'm still eating from his fruit. And they have people all over the world for 47 years have been eating from your fruit because you're known as the, as the apostle of joy. Yeah. And everywhere you go, there, you leave deposits of joy in different places. Yeah. And a lot of you are watching today. You, you get the joy of the Lord when you watch different things that we, <laughs> we produce here. I, I never forget, I kind of freaked out everybody at, at Covenant Church. This was during the COVID 2020. And I got up, you know, and like I say, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. So I'm on medication and medication of the word of God. And I got up and said, ladies and gentlemen, I've tested positive. And everybody went looking like this for faith. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And then they laughed. Oh. And the joy was yeah. instead of fear. See, yeah. that no, was I an will opportunity. Not have fear. They, they thought, am I going to be fearful? Is something happening with Brother Jeff? Then you said joy. You yeah. have faith. Faith produces yeah. joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm -hmm. So I love that joy. And that's, that's what God is. Yeah. God's a joyous God. And I have a, here in my notes, joy is much more significant than a happy face or a happy That's countenance. Right. The fruit of the Spirit is, is possible when even when you're going through disappointment, loss, or even sure. God can give you peace that, you know, we're going to talk about peace in a moment, but he yeah. can give you a joy that's unspeakable and full, full of, of glory. glory. Well, you got to understand something about joy. I mean, God is a joyous person. And we, don't you love it when a baby laughs? Mm -hmm. When you see a baby just, that's full, it, it, that's innocence at its best. Right. I watch, you ever see babies, they'll look at you like that. And they're checking your eyes, what they're doing. They're smart as a whip. They go, and they see something they like, and they smile about it. Mm. And I love it when it first begins to happen. Usually it's around three and a half to four months. That baby will look at you and go, Oh, it's so sooner than that. Oh, I don't know. Well, yeah, well, you, you've had sleep. a baby. They'll I haven't had sleep. one. They'll you know. you see them smiling. People say, oh, it's just gas. We don't know. <laughs> it's just gas. They guess it. <laughs> but there, a baby will let you know when they have gas. Something about seeing someone <laughs> yeah. else smile. Yeah. Uh, that just changes everything. I remember, uh, you know, I've been editor of the magazine all these years. Years ago, I had this little line that, that I, I promoted meetings that you were coming to. And, and I said, do you want to smile? You want to do something that will give you a facelift? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Want See, a facelift? Yeah. Uh, get Mary Hart, do it the good yeah, like a do medicine. Yeah, Mary Hart. So, but Jesse I mean, will give you a facelift. You smile. Yeah. <laughs> they said it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. Right. But right. I heard some doctors say that. So that you can hear things, you can read things, you can be around people that are joyful, and it changes your environment. You Amen. can make a choice to rejoice. Right. In fact, the word rejoice is so important. He's a poet. You it's... didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew that one was okay. going to be a poem that would rhyme, but... We, that is a choice we make every day. And I'm, I'm talking about, they say even, in fact, we had Mark Hankins in the church just recently, and he talked about the statistic or the scientific fact that even if a laugh is forced, there's uh, benefits in, in, the natu in our natural body. Because God right. created us this way to be restored and renewed by this spirit of joy that he wants to pour out in us. So even if you, it's, it's forced, it's, he said, uh, there's benefits from it. But you know, when you get to know God, it's not—it's not, it's not going to be forced. Oh. But what you do is you put—you push out depression by reading what God has said, by believing what He has said, and it changes everything. Yeah, I mean, it's just such a blessing of the Lord to walk in love. We're dealing with the gifts of the Spirit. If I got just another testimony, and also with the, uh, this wonderful thing called joy, which the first three are attitude yeah. toward people. And toward God. We'll, yeah, we talked ahead. about love. Now we're yeah. in joy. But this one, I, I glanced down and I saw the word joy. So I said, let's read this one. Uh, this is a boardroom chat testimony that just came in recently. It says, I watched this boardroom chat. Another great one. Thank you both, Kathy and Jesse. While watching a vision of a courtroom came to mind. Uh, God, 
being the judge, Jesus being my advocate and intercessor, and the devil being my accuser. That fills my heart with so much joy and gratitude. Thank you for your faithfulness, commitment, and for continuing these boardroom chats past the lockdown. They are thought-provoking and entertaining all in one. God bless you mightily. Isn't Don't you just love that? Because I love it's, that. It yeah. feels, when people hear the word of God, when they hear about God, and the fact that you can be joyful, that fills your heart with joy and faith for that next uh, level and, of and, joy. And let's say it again. And against such, there is no, no law. law. I love that, see? You know, yeah. and uh, you have a right to love. You have a right to be happy. Right. You see, happiness is, like I said earlier, is emotion. And emotions change with every whim. Yeah. But the joy of the Lord is spiritual. Yeah. These gifts are spiritual. They don't change no matter that. what's happening in life. I mean, you can have some of the most devastating things happening. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, but, uh, but that joy is a spiritual fruit. It will right. not change. Right. And it will give you great strength. You know, Jesse, on all these social media platforms, I believe we have over 1.5 million people that are either subscribers or followers from all the different uh, mm -hmm. platforms. That's the total. I think uh, YouTube, I think, has 206,000 subscribers, so people regularly get to see this. Our Facebook followers are getting close to 800,000. I think it is 770-something thousand. But anyway, this is so important because when you're a follower of God, he wants you to follow people that follow the Word of God. I love this scripture in First Thessalonians, and I thought this reminded me of it. Verse 6, this is the King James Bible. It says, And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the Word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. There's a joy that comes with the Holy Ghost Even when with you the affliction, connect, like when you follow those of like precious faith. When you yeah. follow the Word of God, Paul said, when you follow me as I follow Christ, Amen. you're going you're gonna to get the, the manifestations of the character of Jesus, which is the, the fruit of the Spirit, the it's character of God. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? It is. It's a, see, and, and it's an attitude in a sense. Right. I've had people get mad at me because I'm full of joy. And they get mad at me because I'm happy. Well, you Don't you know what's that. you know what's going on in the world? Yeah. Next question. <laughs> That, that's just, I walk in my world. There, I don't deny it. I, the comments were designed right. to pull you off track, but mm -hmm. instead it fires you up because you, you run towards the oh, comments. Man. Like I, yeah. that. I, mean, I, I ignore I, them like, and you run yeah, towards them. I'm like David. I will run toward my <laughs> Goliath. Don't let your circumstances become giants. I don't right. let them become giants. If they come at me, I'm coming at them head on, you know. Yeah. I remember when I played football, it was not very big, you know, but I made the team because... They needed a practice team. They need somebody. That, they would beat on us. We never got in the game. We just we did a lot of practice, and the good guys would just tear us up doing practice. <laughs> but I had made up my mind. I remember old Co Coach Parker used to say, "Boy, when you got that ball in your you, uh, when you block, you run head on. You don't stop at nothing. Mm -hmm. I don't care if he run you over. You're gonna slow him down just enough to make a touchdown." Right. right. And I thought, "Oh, okay." And boy, I mean, I got run over a bunch of times, but sometimes I stopped them too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that kind of stuff. So you understand that, 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 that this, this wonderful uh, fruits of the Spirit is, is what God is, and there's no law against God, but because you are that fruit of the Spirit, there's no, no law against you as long as you retain these things. Well, you know, the Bible talks about the royal law of liberty, liberty. and that's the law of love. So yeah. he, Jesus uh, uh, taught us about, about that. In fact, I remember a comment from Brother Copeland how he talked about love, all of the other commandments hang like a like mm -hmm. a curtain rod he described it mm -hmm. everything else hangs on that so when you fulfill the law of love you really are keeping all of the commandments because they're right. all 
stem from that first one. When you love someone, you're not going to steal from them. When you love someone, you're not going to want to murder them. You're not going to want to That's right. you don't do those harm things. them in any way. You're going to, None. You're going to love, right? Now, let's go to the and, next one. Well, love. I'm not even through with joy. I know, man. I we, I wanted to talk about Okay, well, go ahead. Well, uh, then when I read that scripture in First Thessalonians. <laughs> so I'm walking in love. <laughs> Yeah, and you're happy. Look, I'm happy about that. You're happy about walking in. Hallelujah. We may have to do three boardroom chats to get <laughs> through all okay. this. That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. The, and the, it's, when I read that scripture in First Thessalonians chapter one six, it used that word joy. But the word, the definition of the word that Paul used for joy in that verse is chara, which C H A R A, which it has a spiritual source such as the joy given by the Holy Spirit. It says joy is the settled celebration of the soul within us even when circumstances don't make us happy. Then I wrote this down too. This is one I want, I had so much more, but I just want to share this one okay, thought. Joy is happiness based on unchanging divine promises and eternal spiritual realities. That's it. That's a good point right yes, there. Yes, You could that. preach a whole I sermon on that one. I could preach a whole sermon on that. Unchanging was divine that my promises. Point? No. That, that was not okay. <laughs> Joy is happiness, but that is based on the unchanging promises of God and eternal spiritual reality. See, you know, no matter what's going on in this, in the immediate, you have a joy that's looking forward to heaven. That's looking forward to God's promises. Maybe something on the earth that you're believing for. And the and that's what the Bible talked about. Jesus, even though he was being crucified. He said, the scripture says, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross and despising the shame, but he walked towards that. Yeah. So keep your eyes focused on that promise and be joyful about it and keep moving forward instead of staying in the, in the rut that the enemy wants you to yeah. be in and rob you of your, your joy yeah. and, your, and your love. Stick with God and his word and, and keep your eyes focused on that eternal promise. Well, you know, I tell people this all the time. And I mean, I don't know when Jesus is coming, but I do know he is coming. And I have the joy of the Lord in my life. That's now, right. no one knows the day and the hour, and I understand all that. I mean, I don't know when he's coming. I'm, I'm personally believing he's coming in my lifetime, not because I'm afraid to die. I cross that bridge if I ever get there. That's not the issue. But I know he's coming. I didn't say I believe. I know. what. Get, how, how do you know? The love of God, he don't lie. That's the joy right. of the Lord. And then the next one, the peace of God. The peace, that's good. You see what I'm saying? Which brings me into that peace. When you understand what peace is. Now, the Lord gave me this, that peace is more than peacefulness. Right. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people think that peace is just peacefulness. Yeah. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. No, it's more than and peace peacefulness. peace is not just the absence of war. If you're looking at it on, right. the, on the natural thing, it's something bigger than that. Well, it's more than peacefulness. You know what it is? If you want a definition, it's possession of adequate resource. Nothing broken, nothing missing. Right. And, and let, me, let me say that again. Peace is more than peacefulness. Right. Peace is possession of adequate resource. Jesus said in St. John 14, 27, my peace I leave with you. Yeah. You don't even have to conjure it up. He said, I give it to you. It's yeah. a gift. Mm -hmm. There's three types of peace. The peace of God, the peace with God, and the peace from God. Now, a lot of people don't have peace from God. Mm. You see? And you, but it's there. Why? Because Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. It's available. That's St. John 14, verse 27. In fact, uh, read that I if you don't mind. I have it right here read in my it. notes. Do it. Peace, verse 27 in John 14, it says, peace I live, leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, 
neither let it be afraid. Amen. So it's not the kind of peace that the world gives. It's a whole nother yeah. level of yeah. supernatural peace. And the Greek word for peace in this verse means more than living a life with no conflict or being quiet, still, yeah, or at I mean, rest. Being peaceful, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's used of the, for the calmness that a nation or a city enjoys when it has a caring, competent, secure leader. Yeah, that's So that's it. you were talking about a while ago. There's a peace that our nation has when we have somebody that really knows they're following God and being honest and honorable. Right. But this kind of peace means having tranquility in your heart that originates from the understanding that your life is truly in the hands of a loving God. Let me show you something how peace can be destroyed. This has never happened in my ministry. And I'm going to use this as an example. If I got up, or after we finished this boardroom chat and I called a staff meeting, okay? So all the staff would come in. Now, I'm the head of this ministry. I'm the CEO. And, and, I, and I would say something that's not true. I, in 47 years of preaching, I've never had a financial deficit. I've never laid off one person in all my years of ministry. 47 years, that's going almost a half a century now. And now watch this. But if I got up, let me show you how powerful leaders can be. If I got up in front of my staff, even though it's not true, and I would say to them, uh, I have an announcement to make, and everybody was saying, what, what? Uh, you know, we're struggling here financially. We, uh, we may have to lay off some people, maybe not yet, but, you know, different things of that nature. I would break the peace in the room. It would shudder from the front of the chairs to the back. Ooh, wonder if it was me. I hope I don't lose my job, you know, things of that nature. Even though it's a lie, it would be a lie. You see what I'm saying? It, 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 you can lose it just that quick by what somebody says. So why don't we say what God says? Now, that's never going to happen. I'm not believing for that at all, and I've been believing that for 47 years. Mm -hmm. I like what Jesus said. I only say what my Father says, and I only do what my Father says to do. Mm -hmm. I've learned two things in my life as a minister of the gospel, to live like that, say what he says and do what he does, and don't preach anything I'm going through because I hadn't got to the end result. I tell ministers all the time, preach what you've gone through because you got the end result. Not what you're going through. The reason why grandparents are so good at grandparents because they went through raising children. Mm -hmm. They know what's going to happen before it happens. And the parents think they do, but they don't. Because each year of that child's life is going to get you a new set of circumstances. <laughs> Especially when you get to the teen years. Or every day, <laughs> things are going to change. But once you've gone through it, then you have a right perspective on what to say, when to say it, where to say it, and how to say it, see? Mm -hmm. Now, that's the peace of God. Right. Let me say this again so you'll see it. Peace is more than peacefulness. Peace is possession of adequate resource. Nothing broken, nothing missing. Jody said something to me one time when she was a young girl. I, I always sleep better on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what an I, why? And I thought, I thought, that would make a good title to a book. I don't know what it, the book would be about. And she, I said, Jody, why do you say you always sleep better on Thursday? She said, that's when you would come home. I, in those days, I preached four-day meetings, Sunday through Wednesday. I usually leave on Saturday, preach Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, drive all night, get back Thursday, spend a day or two, and back out again, and things of that nature. So Thursday now, nights, you were in, she, in our home. Yeah, you were but now she family. was totally safe with Kathy at our home. She was totally safe. That's not the issue. But there was just something about me being there. Well, not just that the family was complete. That's that, it. That's what I'm great, saying. Not because I was a man. Mom and both in the house. No, yeah. that you were there as, as father, head of yeah. home. And it was a, we were complete. Our little tiny family 
was complete. It was coming. And she would say, I always slept better on Thursdays. And I thought, hey, that's, well, she should be sleeping all the time. You see, now the reason why she didn't sleep too good, maybe on Mondays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Sundays, is because she had lost a little bit of her peace. She lost, well. Because I wasn't there or something like that. You say, I wasn't, the, the family unit wasn't complete. Well, you know, you can parallel that to the peace of God. You know, when God's not in, in our lives, we, we don't have peace. There's no, no peace in a home. I mean, and, and if you're searching for something to fulfill you, it's, and, you know, God is the only thing that can fulfill that. Well, you know, it was amazing to me. This is such a big subject, that, and, and I hope you're enjoying it because we're doing more than just chatting about it. We're doing a little teaching. And when you understand that the peace of God, there's so many people not in peace at all. Right. Oh, it's terrible. You see what I'm saying? And yet they get mad at people that are in peace. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you worried? Because I don't have to worry about it because I know in whom I have believed and I persuaded. He's able to keep what I committed to right. him against that day, right. the day that the peace leaves. Right. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And when you understand that, that's God's word flowing and honoring. I have another testimony. Yeah, go ahead. It's a good point for this one's from Gloria. Uh, thanks for writing in, Gloria. She says, God led me to hear more and more of Pastor Jesse's messages Praise in, the Lord. in this season of my life. I mm -hmm. went through and am still facing so much opposition in my marriage and in my son's addictions, but my heavenly father has been merciful to me and has blessed me and my children. God spoke to me to be a partner in your ministry and I obeyed. Oh, man. Thank you. Though it's a small amount, I believe the <laughs> Im listen, I believe the impossible from God as I sow this seed. I have a single I have single earnings, but I believe for God to deliver my son and also need a new house and to be debt-free. Jesus Christ is my rock and my provider. What's her I name? I want to pray for her, Gloria. Gloria, And she could represent others. Yes. And no matter what needs they have in life, they can turn to Jesus. He can give you a divine peace when you obey his voice. And Gloria, I want to say something to you. Miracles. Never call your seed small. Mm -hmm. A seed is not how much you give. A seed is obedience. And it's coming from the love of God, coming from one of the fruits of the Spirit. Right. Uh, 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 the mustard seed will produce a tree that'll grow to 12 feet mm -hmm. tall. It's about the size of a bit off fingernail. <laughs> we have wonderful, glorious live oak trees in New Orleans. They're beautiful. Some are 300 years old. They can just go. They just, they, I mean, and yet all that magnificent tree that covers I mean, an acre, like, I mean, it's just amazing. Started with an acorn about that big. Mm -hmm. Now, do we need big donations? Yeah, because we got big projects. But if we get enough of them little small seeds, we like a squirrel, man. Get them in your mouth or chip, man. You know, we can just do those things. So, Gloria, we're going to pray for you right now. Yes, Father, Lord. in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We ask you to touch Gloria, Lord. Yes, deliver the her The peace son. of God. The yes. peace from God. The peace with God. Lord, deliver her son. Yes. And help her marriage, God, because that's all she needs. Yes, Lord. Is love, joy, Peace. Thank you, Jesus. Right there. And Father, you said the two of us agree. Well, me and Kathy are going to be here too. Yes. We stand in agreement right now for complete restoration, spiritually, physically, you, financially, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, Jesus. you know, some of you heard Gloria became a partner, you know, and maybe you want to become a partner. Mm -hmm. I hope you do. Because see, it's not about the money. It's about reaching people, changing lives one soul at a time. That's what we do. You know, so if you'd like to become a partner, you can go to jdm.org. That's our website. And, hit, and uh, you know, get, get on there, and then you can hit donate button. Give. You can use PayPal if you'd like to do that. Mm -hmm. Or you can text to give a one-time gift or a recurring one if you want. Or 
you can just mail in an old-fashioned check as your donation. 100%, I'm so proud to say that, 100% mm -hmm. of what you give goes into world evangelism. Me and Kathy are debt-free personally, debt-free in the ministry. We've been debt-free since 1982. I mean, it's one of the most amazing things. Talk about peace of God that no one can take your house. Mm -hmm. What a blessing of the Lord, you know, because it's paid for. And it's just such a blessing. And I want you to have that. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, people say, uh, uh, you know, he's got this. And I got Yes, I do. You know why? Because I stayed in peace. I gave when everyone told me not to give. I remember years ago when I first started out. Yo, you shouldn't be doing that. But I knew in my heart <clears throat> that if God would be a giver, I would be a giver. So consider praying and, and sending in a donation and, and becoming a, a monthly partner if you like. Now, I'm going to say it, and I'm, some people think I, I shouldn't say that, but I will. If you don't want to give, you don't have to. F but still watch the boardroom chats or the Faith the Facts or the Glorious Livings or the Bible studies or come into our meetings. But I want you to be blessed like me and Kathy. The anointing of increase is on us. What a blessing of God to live spiritually, physically, and financially in peace. Mm -hmm. Because, see, we have possession of adequate resource. Nothing broken, nothing missing. I love that. So thank you once again. Now, next week we're going to continue with, that was the attitude, the first three gifts. Yeah. What's the second three gifts? Um, yeah. <laughs> the second three are the, I think it's uh, the character of God. I'm going to print that out for next time. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. I'm always catching this. Thing. Yeah, well I'm going to find it. Uh, the second three On deal the edge, with where you ought to be. <laughs> Go ahead. The second three deal with social relationships which okay. is long-suffering, gentleness and goodness. Okay. The social, boy, if anybody needs to be sociable today, we're going to deal with that next week. Now, what we're going to do is uh, uh, take a break, and then we're going to come back. Now, you're going to see it next week, but, I mean, uh, we, we're going to do that. We've never done this before, I don't think. We may do three weeks because this is big. I this is what God is. Three different, three yeah, different, three ones. different things, and so we can discuss the and, three different and do, categories. It's just such a blessing. So I then hope maybe we can come back one day, maybe not right away, but the three gifts of the Spirit. Which and, oh, and those nine chat, yeah, yeah. no, and the threes. nine gifts, three, 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 right. three different uh, programs in that and, way. But, but let me just tell you something. It's just such a blessing. This is a different boardroom chat because we're doing some teaching on it. And, and, and I don't mean this to sound proud, but me and Kathy live in love, joy, and peace. Mm -hmm. And it's such a blessing. Now, we got to go change clothes. But you know, we really don't have to change clothes. We can no, start I over. think we need to. Think, do I smell? I want to. <laughs> you, I'm not smelling, am I? <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Okay, all right. Now, you notice you might see me wear this blue jacket a lot. It's cold in this, in this <laughs> studio. And so I just kind of keep a jacket on. So until next week, and first let me say, partners, thank you. Thank you. For all that you do for us. We are, we are touching people. We will not stop. We will not be lazy with your seed. And I will pray the hundredfold on every seed song. I'm telling you, it's on me and I want it on you. Mm -hmm. So thank you for being so kind. So until next week, Yes. We're going to do part two of this wonderful fruit of the Spirit. What does God do? His job is to call those things that be not as though they He's were. The creator. What he is right. is the fruits of the Spirit, and against such there is no law. No law. So we see you next week. Jess and Kathy saying we love you. God bless. Bye-bye.